0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GORCOM, in which we take the time to speak with small-cap executives after they put out important news. And these guys have put out important news with a huge third quarter. With us to talk about is Jason Williams and Eldad they their co-CEOs of Kiddos, trades on the TSX Venture and the stock symbol KIDZ, Kids, and for our friends in the U.S., KDOZF. For those who are new to the story, because you might have saw that big headline number, Kiddos owns the biggest mobile advertising platform for kids and families, hence the amazing name and stock ticker. How big? There are almost 4,000 apps around the world using Kiddos, reaching over 300 million kids, and that's growing. We're actually going to talk about that. Their work with some of the top brands, including Disney, McDonald's, Hasbro, you name it, on and on. Revenue annual, 2017, here's the year by year, $1.9 then 3 million 2018, 4.5 million 2019 and 2020 7.1 million. So they're just blowing it out and this year Q1 1.55 million, Q2 2.18 million and this quarter 2.8 million up 47% with all sorts of great metrics on top of that. Guys, welcome back. Congratulations. Thank
1: you. George.
2: Thank you very nice to be here. Good to see you, George.
0: Hey, great to have you guys on. Congratulations. Because look, as a founder of a digital company, uh, you know, people just think, ah, oh, if you're digital, you've got a great company you've growing." It just doesn't work that way. It's hard work to get these results. Before we do the deep dive, give me some big picture perspective. How good are these results? Did they meet or surpass your expectations? And sure. I guess it'd be a record Q3 for you, right? This would be a record yeah.
2: This is a record Q3. I mean, uh, Q4 is typically the biggest quarter of the year for us. And last year, Q4 was a big one at 3.5 million. So now our Q3 is even getting into that territory of of the Q4 just uh, nine months later. So we're feeling really good about it. It, It's basically 30% quarter over quarter growth up to to 2.8 here, a little bit over from uh, the kind of 2.1 area in Q2. Really, we're, we're hitting exactly where we want to. We brought in all the deals. We're seeing some really nice traction on some of the new areas that we're growing into. But all in all, it was a great quarter, and uh, you know, hats off to the team. And we're we're thrilled that everything's firing so well.
0: There are some market forces at play uh, that I'd like to talk about that are really that 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 are acting as a tailwind to you guys. And that's because you guys are smart enough to get ahead of this. So first one is now, Dad. You kind of mentioned this. Your quote. Uh, the market force is powering our strategy. Continued increase in strength as the enormous mobile advertising industry pivots towards contextual advertising. So that's market force number one. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. I think we mentioned it in the past, but maybe it was not as as clear as as it should be. the uh, The whole market The whole market is moving towards non behavioral targeted ads. Uh, the concept of uh, dive dipping. That deep dives into your data and, and analyzing the behavior of each user and then profiling the user and serving ads that are uh, relevant for the person. This whole concept of, of retargeting and behavioral uh, is, is slowly moving away and the regulation is very harsh against it. Luckily for us in the kids space, this was forbidden in the, You know, from the get go. So we had to build ourselves uh, completely different and rely on contextual data, meaning that we're trying to match the ad to the place it's being presented. We're we're trying to identify the user based on the content that they consume, which which is going back to the traditional marketing as we know it from 20, 30 years ago. So it doesn't mean that it's less efficient. It just means that it works differently and respect the privacy of the user. And this, this concept uh, uh, is, is growing and luckily for us, it grows our, our uh, market and the need for the kiddos solution even beyond our traditional market, which was the under 13, right? Now we're being asked to uh, expand our solution also to teenagers and to parents in the same manner.
0: Yeah, and, and in, the fa- in the in a in a family in a family uh, kind of context but guys Jason how big of a shift is that to put it in perspective for people to go from behavioral because I know Google announced earlier this year that by 2023 they're getting away from behavioral right. how massive of a shift is that so people understand how much money just might be coming your way um, well to, to go from I from, mean honestly
2: potential. the size of the mobile advertising, industry it is just enormous we're talking hundreds of billions here i believe 400 billion is the number for 2023 and you know probably the percentage is in the 90 percent plus that was using data driven um soon to be not used practices wow. so we're talking about 90 old billions. school
0: behavioral now has to shift over into contextual
2: Correct, and they can still, there's still data signals that are allowed to be used. You can build cohorts about data activity, but that's something that kiddos can use as well, because there's there's no rule against uh, cohorts. It's specific individuals, which is what all of the current systems are built on, and all of them are pivoting towards a cohort set, uh, technology and, and practices. The or other consent,
1: mark- right? Or consent, the, the user okay. may, may give his consent to uh, allow the companies, the advertisers, to use his personal data, but uh, honestly, I'm not sure that the 100% of users will yeah. be the okay. percentages no.
0: are low. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I agree on that one. It, uh, the other major market force, and we kind of take for granted, but television guys is just falling off the cliff, sure right? Is. When it comes to reaching your demographic, and the shift yeah. in budgets to mobile, so. Eldad, how big of a shift is that? I, I And we know that's been taking place, obviously, but how much more of a shift just keeps happening? I mean, how far until TV is almost non-existent when it comes to, you know, this kind of marketing?
1: No, for them, I hope that uh, they won't see a new low, right? Uh, we do hope that they will still remain. But to be honest, when I'm looking at my kids, I don't recall the I think it's months or even years since they saw a commercial break, right, from the beginning to the end, like who, when, when do they have an opportunity for a commercial break? They either see, you know, Netflix on TV or they watch YouTube or like they have no other opportunity to watch an ad. And when we surveyed kids, uh, we asked them, where is, uh, where is the most a popular place where you bump into ads, where you see ads, where you are, where you're meeting brands, and they all said like 47%, like the number one was mobile ad. This is where they um, see new products, learn about new services, mobile ads is the number one channel for them to, you know, to engage with brands.
0: And that's, Jason just continues to grow and grow. Absolutely.
2: I mean, we're hearing from, you know, firsthand sources, but also through our sales network, which is in 20, 30 plus countries that, you know, over and over these brands are saying how difficult it is to reach certain segments and how they were putting money onto TV. But it's not just that they don't want to put money onto TV, which is increasingly true, but also the option doesn't even exist. There are certain countries, a bunch of them, where um, Cartoon Network, Disney, they've closed their advertising sales of their TV channels because they're focusing on other things. And so that money that that maybe had a billion dollars in a market now needs a new home if all the marketers are gonna spend the same amount. And so it's now it's going to mobile, it's going to YouTube, it's going to these kind of top tier areas. And mobile and YouTube are battling over that money. And we're uh, a great beneficiary of that money.
0: Another final market force that's out there is uh, the continued move towards, and you kind of touched it earlier, but the continued move towards uh, global data and privacy regu- regulations uh, that continue to be enacted in Apple and Google are really leading the way there. In fact, we even saw some you know, s- some kind of controversial Uh, ideas coming out of Apple last couple of months in terms of uh, uh, tracking on their phones. Uh, But for you guys, right, that just plays again, right? Because you're already set up for that. You guys have uh, what I have to presume is just super tight uh, data and privacy uh, rules around the marketing that you guys already do. So you're just ready for that, right?
1: Exactly. And um, they just announced again that April 1st, is a harsh deadline for every app that may enjoy uh, traffic coming from under 13 kids. Uh, even if the app is not necessarily kids oriented, they just announced that they will force them using uh, solutions like us and if they don't or if they won't, they will have to ban them from the store. So the this the The regulation and the laws are becoming even stricter and Google and Apple, Apple is already there. Apple already announced that every network that you're using must manually check every creative. And this is what we're doing. We're one of the only companies in the world that do so. But Google,
0: As As parents, we have to love that, right? I mean, that's just great. But that they're putting that uh... much of an onus. As shareholders, we're really happy of kiddos because... Again, you guys are already there. You right? You guys had, you guys didn't wait for government privacy and data regulations.
2: You guys almost built that kind of environment in from the get-go. Yeah, way ahead. It's definitely helping us. I mean, it's funny when you mentioned the data policies and data technology, which is all very true, but actually, you know, from the beginning, we don't operate with data. So a lot of times we get these very long data forms. Where is this data? How do you store that data? And the truth is actually we don't We don't use the data. So we don't even have the data. We don't keep it, we don't store it, we don't use it. Um, so there's no data risk when it comes to kiddos. It's just- This clean. is
1: why, maybe to continue, this is why the shift from the, tra- if, if you look at the traditional systems like Google and, and you know Facebook, they rely so heavily on knowing who is the user and what they do. So for them to move into the contextual Manner is such a big difference, and this is why we are ahead of the curve, and we can enjoy those budgets earlier when advertisers care about privacy and don't want to risk their own uh, brand safety and risk it with with you know behavioral targeting. So this is why we enjoy those budgets moving into kilos earlier because they 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 are their brand is safe with us.
0: Jason, at the outset of my intro, I said there are almost four thousand apps. That are using Kiddos now to serve ads, but in your quote you said the Kiddos system continues to grow in scale and has seen an increased rate of adoption amongst app developers. Sure. Um, uh, clearly, you're getting recognized. If I got an app, I want to. I want my app to be compliant. I'm going to Kiddos. Yeah. How do you see that number growing? Like, how big? What's What's the addressable market or the total market for the number of apps? that could be using uh kiddos and and where do you see it going
2: well i mean the thing is there are millions of apps right and so there are ones that um, are super powerful and there are ones that really um you know add to some long tail but don't do too much in terms of millions and millions of impressions and so kiddos we hit uh, pretty much all all the kids apps that's where we are but we're seeing increased adoption into the the families areas the teens areas and one that quote really comes from the fact that we use a third-party system that I'll let kind of Eldad talk a little bit that tracks SDK installs and the slope of the curve on the adoption rate for kiddos has increased dramatically over the past um, little while. How far ahead are we of the number two now, Eldad?
1: Yeah, we're more than double than our closest competitor. Uh, so And and they're pretty flat and we're continuing to grow like. 10-15% month over month in terms of the distribution of the SDK. So we think that the potential is in the tenth of thousands of apps. Uh, as a general concept, wow. 25% of the games out there are aimed at kids. So if there are you know millions of games out there, you know, 25% of those are specifically targeting kids. So the, the number lot could of be as, we big as, as big as as big tens of thousands or even towards the hundreds
2: of thousands of apps. Definitely. So we're and looking as we evolve at the, the software.
1: Go ahead, yeah, we we're,
2: we're ahead of it. I just say like you know what's critical about software and why software has been such a top performer over the past ten years is because as you start to get a software system that is gaining traction it doesn't stop there, right? Those, you can put more engineers, more design, more thought onto that software system, and it can do more, it can do more things, it can start to make more money. And then it just becomes this snowball effect on a piece of software. And that's what is the power of software. And that's where that original quote, software is eating the world comes from, because a lot of it has to do with the fact that it creates the whole flywheel idea in that software just keeps getting better and better and better. The more time you spend on it. And the more time we spend on this system, the more money it makes, the bigger it gets, the more powerful it gets, the bigger the adoption. And that's just the way it's going to go.
0: So if this is, if this is baseball, sure. what inning do you think kiddos is in, in terms of where you think it's going to go? You're at 4,000, maybe even more than. that. Maybe I sure. have to update that number and you guys can let us know. Uh, but you're somewhere in that range but it sounds like from what you both said tens of thousands is definitely on the table hundreds yeah. of thousands is possible as this as our society just keep continues to grow mobile digital uh, so are we in the first or second inning of kiddos we're
2: early in the game sure I mean we're we've kind of established a nice lead in our market so let's say you know we're up you know, by four or five runs in the third inning, and we're just kind of feeling our feet, and everybody's happy, and um, you know, we're lining up the next batters as we we get ready for this fourth quarter. Hopefully, someone's going to hit a home run. That's kind of how it feels.
0: Eldad, I know you're in Israel, so maybe I should have used soccer or something else as an example. Yeah, I,
1: I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to uh, how to join the analog. Like,
0: I knew Jason was. I knew Jason was going to take that one. Eldad, <laughs> looking forward Q4. Last year was your, you know, and that for everyone watching, obvious why Q4 is the biggest quarter, because this is shopping quarter, right? The, the, all the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, you name it. All of these things are taking place now in Q4. Um, how's it tracking so far? Because we're in the middle of November. So we're pretty much halfway through the quarter, right? We're, but we're right yeah. in the middle of November. Um, you know, for example, Devil's Advocate. Is supply chain causing a problem for you guys? Not that you guys would be exposed to it, but maybe George Com isn't advertised as much because I can't get my toys in from China or something like that. Is that causing any any issues for you guys, or are you guys seeing full steam ahead?
1: Sure, we, we did some uh, did see some delays, uh, not necessarily uh, cancellations, but we did see some uh, some budget being spent more um, evenly. Through the quarter not necessarily trying to hit the uh, the Halloween and, and all the, you know, uh, shopping craziness of, of the holidays, so we could expect some to, for those budgets to evenly spread around. Uh, uh, um, during the quarter, I think some budget could be decreased, but i'm expecting a big uh, Q4 i'm expecting a, a pq 4 for us, so I Definitely. think it's worthwhile to stay tuned.
0: Yeah, and and it would be another, you guys keep on setting records for every quarter, right? Every year that goes by, you set a record for that quarter over any other year. So this Q3 was better than any previous one. This Q4, fingers crossed, should be better than any previous one. Uh, So you guys just done a roll, Jason.
2: Just to say, like, I was looking up earlier at some of the numbers and, and the nine months, you know, through nine months in 2020, we were through through nine months at 3.3 million. And right now we're through nine months at 6.3. So we're almost 100%. This is on ad tech revenue, almost 100% through nine months. And we're coming in really strong in, into Q4. And uh, it's feeling really good. And exactly what Eldad said, yes, like the shipping thing is causing some delays but what it's having a great effect for us because sometimes there could be a bit of an inventory pinch in late november kind of early december when everyone wants their ads on but if some people didn't get their toys a little bit late they're saying you know what i'm going to extend that campaign that was supposed to end on the 10th of december we're going to push it out now to the 22nd of december so then that gives us kind of the ability to push that further out and run that rate up until christmas because uh, it does the the very last week or so of Q4 is not as joyous as the, as the heat of it because once Christmas is done, then a lot of those ads come down. But that's just the nature. Right, so of it's the
0: actually paradoxically extending yeah, your time because George
2: Kong Toys wants a little literally- George is- Kong, yeah, it wanted to wait in another week, so it's going to be hoping for some last minute rush shopping rather than thinking everybody's done on December the tenth.
1: Right, and allow allowing us to maximize the inventory we have uh, more, you know, in a healthier way. In that sense,
2: exactly.
0: Gents, congratulations no, to you and your teams on what you guys have pulled off. I love the fact as a digital founder, I you you guys make me want to be better, just because I look at what you guys do. So from a digital to digital point of view, but as a as a shareholder or as someone just in the small cap space who watches small cap companies grow uh and develop what you guys are doing is really impressive uh and and i love how jason put it you're up four or five runs but still the third inning there's a long way to go yeah, it's so a long way to go can't wait to have you back on I, I know q4 is going to be released with the annual so that'll take a little bit yeah. of time but maybe what we could do is have a another call in december you know mid-december or so just to yeah, give to a an idea Yeah, year end review and just kind of give everyone a feel for for how the quarter went. But for for today, congratulations uh, to you, you, George.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you, George.
1: Talk to you soon.
0: To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To both Jason Williams and Eldad Bentora, both co CEOs of Kiddos Inc. Trades in Canada under KIDZ. Trades in the U.S. under K-D-O-Z-F. Look, if you're a believer in mobile advertising, if you're a believer in e-commerce, if you're a believer in technology in general, uh, then, and especially if you're a parent, by the way, because you really understand a lot of these market forces and why they're so important, then you've got to do your due diligence in kiddos. We can't tell you what to do. All we can point is in the right direction. So get to the company's profile page in Agorcom where we've got it all neatly laid out for you so you can get a good 1,000-foot view of the company. And then from there, when you're ready for your deep dive, head right over to the company's website to your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey, guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and then leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel so you don't ever miss another great Agoracom small cap video.